Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 467, recorded from the D. Fauntleroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island and sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always. By my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? Oh, I'm doing all right, parts. Are you happy to hear that I might be getting a little uh late winter storm coming through the northeast? Yes, I was yep, I had to wear the channel on. I, I did they change it? Because it looked like it was gonna be just rain down near me, and then the last thing I saw was like three to six inches possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't follow it that closely. Oh well, we'll see what happens. That's not good when you're on like the eve of March Madness and you get a nope. snowstorm. Nope. Because that's the end of that's like the light at the end of the tunnel yep this was christmas eve right here with the longer days on sunday and i had a tea time for saturday parts who who are you gonna play with mike d gataldo and friends no no for some work people but i don't know if that might get canceled if we get like 12 inches of snow this week are you laughing at mike d gataldo or what (laughs) do you it's so dumb isn't it what that him just saying his name on the podcast for how do you say that no, you're saying it right. Did I say it right? Mike yeah. DiGataldo? It's with a D? Yeah. yeah. It's just so dumb. How's everything going down in uh, your neck of the woods? Okay. Did you play any golf this weekend? Yeah. Yeah? How was it? Uh, I was... Are you still bad? No, getting... no I'm hitting the ball. I hit the ball really, pretty good. But uh, I think I hit five greens, and I walked away with, four bo- with five bogeys. Mm, that's not good. The flat stick wasn't working. Number f- number fourteen, uh, number fifteen rather. Yeah, number one. That new stealth parts. I was well past the right bunker. Wait, hold on, let me think back. Oh, okay, f- I was fifteen's the with the creek in the front, right? Fourteen. Oh, you got four. Okay, I'm sorry. Go. Ahead. Yep, I'm good. I'm so good. I'm well past the right bunker. Yeah, down like- not. That's where like Alex Detweiler hit it. Yeah, I was in, I was in, I was in, I was still shy of his, but I was still. So I got the sand wedge in my head. I don't like hitting a sand wedge off that tight lie. So right away, I'm like, I'm either going to thin this into somebody's backyard or I'm going to leave it at my feet. And Busby's yard over there. Yeah, hit over in Richard Busby's. So I hit a golf shot to about 15 feet. Yeah. Completely misread the putt. It went off the green back into the rough. (laughs) Into the rough. It's the rough. So the the fringe couldn't even stop it. Completely misread it. it. Goes into the rough. Now, no, well, hold on a second. Misread means like you had the wrong line. This means you hit it like six times as hard as you had to hit it. No, I didn't hit it hard. No, because it broke. It broke to the right. 
I thought it was a right to left. It was a left to right. It broke. It broke at the hole and just went off the side of the. It didn't go off the back. It went off the side. <laughs> it was one of the worst efforts I've ever made in my life. It went off the side, Bill. <laughs> so you you got up and down though for bogey from there. I got up and down for bogey. So in my in my app, I had a fairway, I had a gur, and I had a two putt. And like you have to force it to go over to five because it keeps like, falling to four. And you had an up and down all the same. Hole. I had I had so many things on that hole. That's a good. Hole. You could make some money if you were playing a betting game. Holy Christ! <laughs> Green and regulation, fairway, fairway and regulation, two putts, two putts, up and down, and up and I down, mean, and a bogey on the same. My hole. statistics were like all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough to do. <laughs> I mean, we've all been scr- like my scrambling went up, but. Yeah, but stayed the same. <laughs> Two putts. <laughs> Just reduce it three putts. Did you putt from the rough though? Of Even... course I did. So you did three putt, but it wasn't a no. It's not putt. considered a three putt. That's too so, funny. So on thirteen, you know the long par three. Yeah. Yep. So I'm playing with this guy. He gets paired with us. He's your he, he's uh, buddies with uh, Mike Post. Oh, okay. So this guy, he he doesn't have to make any quota points. I'm like, this guy's a hacker, right? So he goes driver four hybrid to about 10 feet on one and two putts. So he comes off with a par. I go, what's your handicap? He goes, I'm a 22. I go, well, you're 22. You just parred like one of the toughest holes on the golf course. He goes, yeah. He goes like, he goes like the other day I shot like 59, 42. I'm like, Christ, you're, you're, you got to be angrier than me because I don't even go like that. No, fifty. He's like, yeah, I can play. He goes, like, I'll have a couple of pars, and then like, I'll, I'll just make a bunch of quadruple bogeys. I'm like, oh, that's my game. So we're we're both playing from the whites, and then uh, Frederick and and Bob are playing from the the silvers. So we're on thirteen into Bob it. Bob plays it's, from the silvers. He get he doesn't hit it anymore. Seventy years old, Bill. He still hits at two twenty two thirty. That's pretty good poke for a seventy year old. Yeah. So. We're into the teeth of the wind. I got five iron. I got to hit it, right? So mm-hmm. the head of me goes, he hits his like little cut four hybrid to about like six feet. Oh, that's a call shot right there. I get my five iron. I put it to about 15 feet. I'm like, both the hackers are pin high. I go, you got a lot. I go, you got a lot to do right there, Bob Michael. And he just starts laughing because he's quiet and he doesn't fit. He can't figure my stuff out. <laughs> and then on, on, I left one putt short. We're coming up 18. I hit it to about 15 feet, and Rick Humphrey said, I, I have complete confidence you're not going to putt this off the green. <laughs> so it was one of those, again, It was it, you had to go up the hill, down the hill. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't quite get up the hill. It starts rolling back oh, down no. my feet, right? I go, I go, oh, that's a bad leave right there, Bob <laughs> Michael. And he just stuck. The other guy's like, in. he's just in tears laughing. Because you know when I go bad, I have to like, joke about it right yeah I, just, I either go to throwing my club and snapping it and not talking for 10 minutes to, oh that's right. a bad leave gary frank sometimes you do both yeah sometimes sometimes you both. start with the bad leave and then you'll still break your club and then after. i'll smash right yeah <laughs> you make that putt i two putted i it was another bogey another oh, girl who was in a in a bogey oh it did go off the green <laughs> no it didn't go off the green no i had oh, okay. no i three putted oh all right it's a good three putt Good that's good I think lead. I said that's a good six, Rick Humphrey. <laughs> Hats are right. coming off shaking. That's a good six right there, Rick. 
Have you called him Fred yet? No, <laughs> I don't want to. I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to do that. That hasn't slipped. I did. I did say that you're a Frederick, and he did say yes. So we could. I. You why would you broached call, it a little bit? Would you call him Fred? No, I'd be afraid of doing it by accident because that makes me laugh more than being Richard Humphrey. Okay. Like, how do you go from Frederick to Rick? You gotta go well, to Fred, right? No, because he probably hates that entire name, so he just shortened it to Rick. Like, you can't go from Michael to L. Like, you can't take the second half of the name as your nickname. No, but it's still an R-I-C-K. I guess. Do you want me to find out? I'm going to play with you. I'm going to play with him Wednesday morning. Do you want me to find out where this whole thing came from? I don't want you to ruin your friendship with him. It's not going to ruin my friendship. Peeling the onion parts. That's what I right, yeah, peel, peel that onion, baby. <laughs> do you think you have more fun on a golf course than Scotty Scheffler? Uh, yes. He makes a little more money doing it, but yeah, he, he looks, does. He just is not fun to watch, is he? I don't know. You, I think you're a miserable. I think you're a miserable fart. You enjoy you like watching guys. You, you know, he's a nice. He's a nice. I have nothing against him. God fearing guy. He has a great wife. He's got a How good you know family. But you, because you like because you like those little scumbags who cheat on their who who break up their families like Eldrick Woods. I do. Like those that. are the guys that you root. Yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I do like that. How do you yeah. know he has a good wife? Do you know her? Have you talked to her? How do you know she isn't? I didn't say she wasn't. Well, I then said why are you playing devil's advocate? I, you said she was because good. whenever somebody, whenever somebody's know. a good Christian boy, right away you oh you know those guys they're still they're bad they're they're bad. No, I have no problem. I I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's actually a good guy. I just can't stand watching him play golf. He doesn't make any mistakes. It's too boring. I guess I don't. I I see enough people smoking it into Dick Busby's backyard when I play in the Sad Day game that it's refreshing to sit on the couch and actually watch a golf shot. But he doesn't hit great shots either because he doesn't put himself in like situations that he needs to hit a great shot. He just like hits on the middle of the green and he makes half his putts, and the other ones he just cozies up. Like there's no drama with him. I need a little drama. I need that Spieth unhinged drama. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to watching a meltdown, but I would say he's probably one of my favorite players. Yeah. See, I can't just, and I don't. I'm not rooting against him. I just, he just is so boring. Like, what do you win by yeah, eight shots or something? Yeah, uh, five. I think five yeah, or six. It's not that fun on Sunday to watch it when there's no chance. No, it, was, it wasn't a. Run. It wasn't a great tournament, but that's. But it was a great tournament. There was like four hole in ones on the seventeenth, and there was a lot of no. Like, but I mean, there wasn't drama on Sunday. Yeah. I guess that's the part, and he does. And there's no chance of when he's up by three, you're not catching him because he doesn't make mistakes. That's the part that, that drives me nuts. But I don't know. I know you. Even if you didn't like him, you were going to say you did just because I don't like him. No, that's not true. That's that not true. true. No, it isn't. You're just a, you're a little punk millennial. <laughs> He's younger than me. You're the one who wears like a, a a suit and a pair of white sneakers. Mike Tannenbaum had that on. He's my guy, the old GM of the Jets. He had that. I hate that look. That upsets me. I bet. I bet Scheffler wears that to his Masters dinner. I bet he wears like the sneakers. Yeah, well, I'll call him out for it. You can still, I can still enjoy his golfing. I don't like that look. Put a pair of shoes on. Class it up. Get some hey dudes. That's all it takes. Not even hey dude. Hey dudes is dressing down too. Better than sneakers though. Well, it's but yeah, I mean, it's better than sneakers. Did you you wore, did you wear hey dudes in in the suit to the member guests? No, I brought real shoes. Yeah, see, you brought real shoes. You're not that big. I mean, you're bad, but I wouldn't. Wear you're sneakers. borderline embarrassing to take out. 
No, I'm a good guy. I mean, you cut your man bun. Yeah. Because you knew all the prereq, you knew the requisites. Yep. Although I did that after the member guest. Maybe that's why you didn't get the invite. They had to change the rules just The other that. look that, that really drives me nuts is those short pants that golfers wear. Oh, like the, the, the Any, joggers? Anybody who, has, anybody who has a man bun goes with that look, too. It's so upsetting. Like the joggers that have, like, the elastics on the bottom or something? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 but the golfers wear them now. I know. I don't like that either. And, you like, you can see, like, the sock. You like the the you know the sock you can see the gap between yeah, the sock you can and see the, the pants you, the skin. skin yeah, yeah you can see the skin gap right there i mean i that's don't care a, what i don't care what people wear but that's not my style see i, I do don't like that that's what the difference is between you and i is i do and i make it my business and i call them out on it right that's fine you could certainly do that i don't care what people wear how about like the the mock turtlenecks like the no collar shirts that's not terrible to me. See, I don't like those. I like those less than the pants, but I don't care if people wear them. I also don't care. I think it would look strange, and it does look strange, but I wouldn't really care if they let them wear shorts on PGA Tour. I, I normally wouldn't, but now now you're going to look like the live. That's the problem. They can't the go li- to it now. The, yeah. It, yeah, if the live wasn't around, I would be totally fine with it. But, I, but now would... you don't want to have that casual jerk. Look yeah, that those bozos do. It's jarring to look at it just because you're so used to the pants, but it's uh, oh, I really that wish we could me. play in the players. Shut up. <laughs> Who's that, Cam? Yeah, TC played at some public dump like two two miles down. I really wish I could shut up, you little punk. You could have played. See, he has some drama. He's got the he's got the flow. He's got the locks. Now he's just in obscurity. I haven't seen him swing a golf club once since he won the British Open. Not once. Well, on that note, should we take our first break here, Pards? Yeah. Got you all fired up, huh? Yeah. Talking a little shuffle. Yeah, you can't be know. talking crap about Scotty. Scotty. Well, you gave me the you, guy. You, you sent me the music. I thought you wanted to talk something about the players, and then you didn't bring it up, so I had to shoehorn it in there by bashing your guy. Isn't that a great song? It's a good song. It's so good, isn't it? It's well, better than the Masters. Uh, it's better than the Masters. If, you might be right. It might be a better song, note for note, but what the Masters song evokes is more than what the player song evokes. Like the the March Madness, the like the uh, CBS March Madness song is not a great song necessarily, but what it like brings you, right? From the memories of it is bigger than what what the song itself is. Talking, it does a little anchoring. Mm. All right. Well, we'll take our break and we will be right back. All right.
All right, we are back from break episode number 467 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we are talking Tron. We're having some technical difficulties here. Not not too many. We're joined we we have a guest this week. We're being joined by uh Sweet Susie, Mike's better half. She to told me she her. she does not like coming on this show. Is that true? She's flat out. I said, can you come on the show? We wanted to talk about Tron. You know I don't like going on that show. I mean, I don't either. That show. I, I tell you that all the time. I say the same thing. You text what, me every You Monday. don't like going on that show? Yeah, you text me every Monday. I said, I told you I don't like coming on that damn show. <laughs> you, you don't seem to take the hint. <laughs> but that's okay. Susie, thank you for joining us despite your uh, better judgment. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. So, Mike, we're going to talk... We're talking Tron here. That's correct. You guys uh, were able to snag an AP preview. When was it? Last... Last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. So, all right. So, it was like the 7th or 8th, rather. It was the 8th. What time was it? It was later in the afternoon, right? 5.30 to 6.30. Okay, and you have to be prompt. I heard you can't like you can't show up late. They don't let you in. Is that accurate? No, they were very specific about they wouldn't let you line up early. Hmm. And they, I don't think they were letting anybody in late, so they were very regimented. regimented yes. What was the what was the experience like? So you, what time did you leave leave your house? Because you never know with traffic. Around two. Yeah, we left. Two around two ish. No, so you gave yourself some some buffer. Yep. To get there. How was the drive? You I got some angry texts from you sitting in traffic. Um was it, it the same as always or worse? Yeah, it, it took us we took um a toll road. We took back roads. So we took back roads cool. up by Stream Song. Okay. And then up into Lakeland, and then we got on their toll road for about 25 miles and then it dumped us off right where the traffic is it's like they need a toll road just to go another five miles to- yeah it would make a, such a huge because as soon as we got off i'm like and here we go so the toll road alleviates that much traffic there's that many cheap people that just would avoid it and sit in i don't traffic. know if it, it i don't know if it alleviates much traffic because looking the only traffic was where where the usual slowdown is like oh really five miles from champions gate so you took a different route. How, what was their thought? It was nice because there's really there was nobody on this road, so it's yeah. not like the hour of being angry on I four. Google right. recommended it. That's why. Oh, it really? It. it just happened to be quicker. Yeah. According to Google. Oh, interesting. So you got there. Did you go to the TTC or did you have a? a... Yeah, we parked at the we parked in a regular parking lot. We were trying okay. to we were going to try to see if we could get a sit down, but unfortunately, all the restaurants. They close at two and reopen at five for the most part. Well, we wouldn't have had time anyway. But well, we, we but we there. didn't realize that. Right. Okay, so you get there and what'd you take? Ferry, monorail. Uh, we took the express monorail, which I okay. never take, and it was beautiful because we went right through the contemporary. Nice. Because usually I'm either taking a resort where it's stopping, and never take the express from the ticket and transportation center. So you get right there. How was was it busy in Magic Kingdom that day, or did it seem no? Busy? Touring plans was a six out of ten. 
That's moderate, though. Did it feel like moderately busy or not at all? No, and it was Midwest, like Minnesota spring break, so I thought it would be busier than it was. Was it, uh, did you do anything like when you got in there? Did you have we had a hot dog? Yeah, we had, we had to eat and we were debating. We were thinking about going to, uh, Gasparilla. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, depending, you know, by the time we get to the Grand Floridian, by the time, you know, we order and eat, like, I don't want to risk being late for this. Yeah. Cause the reason, the whole reason you came up was to do it. And if you miss your time, that's kind of a kick in the pants. Sure. So I said, like, how about if we just, do it er on the early end we'll do we'll plan on doing this thing at 5 30 as opposed to pushing it back and trying to eat so we just went into the magic kingdom i watched the uh flag retreat how was that it's awesome i know you've seen it before but it's i mean i'm glad they're still doing it no no not a budget cut that shape it got to yeah how much (laughs) are these flags (laughs) well if we buy them in quantity they're about 11 11 times 365 yeah we can do without this yeah Put him in the bin with the dog that we fired. <laughs> Probably asked the guy, poor soldier, if they could have it back. <laughs> you don't take it with you. We fold it and we present it to you. <laughs> yeah, we need that for tomorrow. Had we take it right back out of your hands. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Good photo up. Let's go. <laughs> so you stop for the flag retreat. Mm-hmm. Well, how how soon? It seemed pretty because you went live on our Facebook group, WBW yep. Beyond the Gates Podcast Family on Facebook. And uh, <laughs> it looked pretty bright out. Like how soon before, how much before sunset did they? Well, you do it at five o'clock every day, no matter the time of year. Because no, it never, so it doesn't get dark before five down there ever. Ever, no. Gotcha. I didn't realize it was the same time every single day. I thought it kind of went with uh, sunset, but that makes more sense. Well, that's why I am a broadcast professional. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. You got choking up on that one. Uh, so after you did the flag retreat, you went and you said you need something to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And you you'd smelled the dirty, dirty glizzies at Casey's and you couldn't resist? We just, we have, were talking about going to the palace initially, but we didn't, we really didn't have time. Yeah. And I didn't want anything really heavy because I wasn't sure how I was going to be on the ride. Sure. So we just split. Yeah, because we're looking Chicago at dog. buffets like Crystal Palace. We're looking at um, oh, Liberty plaza, Tree. Yeah, called, right? And then we were looking at the plaza for a sandwich. But even then, you don't know. Because if it's 5 o'clock, and then you're almost risking it because the service could be slow. Right. And then... If it's slow, then you're, you're done. Now, right. now you got to try to get it to go. So, yeah, it's... Casey's tried and true. Did you get what'd you say? A Chicago dog? We got a yeah. Chicago dog because she likes relish. Okay. And that has that like neon green relish on it. Yeah. Right? Zika, it I've never a had a Chicago scary, dog. Scary, but it was good. I've never you had a Chicago it? dog. It was so good. And you yeah. didn't think you would. I'll tell you what. It's got the I laugh on at that place. Stuff, right? There's something good about their hot dogs. They are. They're just so like fresh and beefy and they're just delicious. But then they're also big. Mm-hmm. They don't skimp on the hot dog size. Now, did you get the foot long or the regular? Oh, of course you went with the foot long. You went, you especially if we're long. splitting yeah. it. That's true. Good point. You get That's it just... even if we weren't splitting it. Yeah, because I'm a slob, right? But uh, you're right though, because we joke. We don't like bash it. We just joke about it because it's just kind of like it's always the last resort. It's a last like... resort, and it's what it was for for 
Last Wednesday. Yeah, there's no way we would have eaten there if we had more It's time. not like, hey, let's go up and go to KC's for lunch. It's a complete last resort. And then as you're ordering, you're like, 20 minutes from now, we're going to say this was a bad decision, which we actually didn't. But but I think if we had each had our own, we would have. Yep. That could have been a bad put, yeah. But it, it smells good. And you know what? You can never go. If a hot dog's good, it's a, that's a good mm-hmm. meal, like a good snack or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about like a good hot dog, like at a at a golf course at the turn. If you get a good hot dog on a golf course at the turn, there's few things better than that in the world. Like you get a little crunch and you're just like no you're in heaven. Oh, so there's only one left. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's in it's the one near your mom's house. That's okay. the last one. Wow. Yeah. But um yeah, so you're right. You get that little toasted bun, the New England style bun. It has a little bit of crunch on it, and you get the bite of the hot dog skin. It's it is pretty good. Nothing better than a good hot dog. So you enjoyed the Casey's. Yep. Did you get any fries or any sides with it? Yeah, we got fries big? with it. it they, with their fries. fries are okay, right? Yeah, they were fine. And so at that point, you were ready to head to your preview, or did you do something else before? Put it this way, Bill, when you're talking about crowds, we had no problem getting a place to eat, and there were even tables to sit. Like, we had a stand-up table, but there were even sit-down tables, and you know how that place is always packed. Yeah, you usually just have to, they, like, push you out the door as you're ordering. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, we walked right up to the counter. Usually, you're waiting out the door. We walked right up to the counter, so. Uh, But it was also kind of a weird time. Well, it was five o'clock that which isn't that weird it's weird for us because we're in between but that's, well, that's when true. most normal people was Eat start dinner. having dinner yeah, right it's true yeah it was a weird time for us because it was because <laughs> you were eating lunch when most yeah, people it was two hours right. after about lunch and five <laughs> hours before dinner that's correct but uh yeah, that's true because usually you have to do like mobile order if you even want a chance to get something from mm-hmm. there because of the lines are crazy all right, so you headed over to Tron right after that? Yep. Now, what was that like? Because we saw some pictures from the day you were going in. Like, yes, and you and you and Angry New Phil Jr. almost made me not want to go because you guys are crowd we were, terrorists. We were being negative. Oh, did, we didn't post the picture. We just yeah, saw the you're picture. just as bad as those jerks on Twitter who like photograph like. I didn't. I didn't. You made it look it. like there were two million people at the Magic Kingdom. That's oh, what look like. what you're look what you're headed towards. Yeah, he was he was very skeptical. Yeah. Because of him and Angry New Phil He's Jr. Like, I don't even know if I want to go. I'm like, we're gonna go. I'm like, if we don't go on the ride because the line's insane, then we'll do something else. <laughs> I like being that negative influence because that's usually you. You're usually the negative influence. Oh, come on. I'm always I always put a positive spin on everything. We started before we started recording, you were saying oh. you were still hoping my DVC contract fell through up until mm-hmm. the last minute. <laughs> Is oh it... yeah, that's super positive. It's ding positive dong. for him. That would make he's... him happy. Think. And now if it now if it goes through, I'm hoping that he's not able to use up his 32 points that are going to expire. Yes. That's so mean. Right? It's pretty nasty. You're right. <laughs> Grinchy Mikey. <laughs> anyway, tell me about uh tell me about that. How how was the uh wait in the preview experience? Is this the first AP preview you've done of anything? No, we did Ratatouille. Oh, okay, that's right. And that was like the whole pavilion almost was yeah. like I did preview. I remember talking about that. That's right. So they basically just scan your magic band just mm-hmm. to confirm that you're you have a preview. Eligible to do that, right? 
Um, when they give you like a wristband too or something or mm-mm. no? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. That might have been the cast member ones. I kept seeing people pictures like with the wristbands on. No, but I mean, they, you know, they had the gentleman with the line ends here, or line starts uh-huh. here sign. Uh-huh. Um, and they were very specific about, you know, coming and saying, okay, you're in the 530 group, correct? Gotcha. Which we confirmed. Because they, they kept announcing, the this is the 530 to 630. And everybody's like, yep, yep. So you'd it. see people kind of standing off to the side waiting for the next one. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but it moved quickly. It looked like a very long line. Yeah. But what did we wait? 20 minutes? Yeah, because it was just basically all walking. Gotcha. So they're basically just lining you up. And then once you're checked in, there's no queue. You're just walking right through the queue. Oh, because of the site, like the certain amount of people they have. They're just kind of confirming everyone's in the right time frame. And then once you get in, you're good Mm -hmm. to go, basically. So what'd you think of the queue area and the whole like area of the ride? It looks it looks cool from the pictures, like from the outside. But when you get like in it and underneath that stuff, is it is it interesting or is it kind of plain? What what are your thoughts? No, I thought it was cool. I think it's cool because you could the ride goes right over you. So if you're like oh, as you're waiting. waiting in line, it's gonna go right over you. That is cool. Which Did is it, cool. Was it starting to get dark? Like were the light features coming on, or it was still too bright? It was still too bright. Still too we bright. Still too yeah. bright. Because that looks like one that probably is greatly enhanced by being at night. I would think just because yeah. of the light. When we effect. saw like it when we were area. leaving, it looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even just the air, even just waiting in line probably is cool, like more interesting at night because of the way the ride's mm. set up, I would think. All right. So the queue. So nothing... they have right before you start he- <clears throat> heading inside, they have a couple of the uh, ride vehicles. Okay. So you can test yeah, whether or not the photo it's gonna... op thing. No, no, yeah. but it, you could test whether or not you're going to fit in this thing. Right. I've so heard. Is that why it's there? Yeah. yeah. That's so they have it at like the Pandora one too. Yeah. I've heard, and I don't, I mean, you guys can talk about it once you get to that part. I heard one of the hardest things for some people is actually like straddling over the bike. Like if you're shorter or if you like just getting like positioning getting yeah, if you're a spaz like i am it could yeah. be difficult i didn't okay. actually fortunately have any trouble with it well that's good um but i can see how it could be a little tricky did you try did you do the test or were you, you were pretty confident i was i was like screw it I'll, I'll, yeah i i didn't do the test gotcha but they did have you know kind of while you were waiting to go down to the loading area they had a screen that was playing a bunch of things like it would tell you about different characters or whatever and it was completely meaningless to me but i think if you're a fan then it was probably interesting see that's the thing about like the tron like they made it after an ip that nobody cares about like why couldn't they have just made the ride and like themed it something differently and made a new story instead of like integrating a story that people have no connection to yeah at least with like star wars just because I don't have a connection, I understand that that has value to a lot right. of people. That a lot of people do, right. And that makes sense. But like they could have made this anything to fit it in to Tomorrowland. Because it looks like a Tomorrowland type of ride, so I understand mm-hmm. that. But it, why, fit in, like, it fits in perfectly there. But why do like the Tron stuff if nobody knows like who these people yeah. are? But 
that's that's neither here nor there. It is what it is at this point. All right, so you guys didn't have really any uh, major issues getting into the thing because I mean you're you're a tall guy. Yep. So I've heard tall is tough. I've heard short is tough. I don't have no problems at all. Well, first of all, before we even got on, they have a uh, a locker system. Oh, right, that's the new thing, the locker system. That is absolutely fantastic. It's game changing. It is. It, it is. They just revolutionize like future attractions. It was. You you basically. They have it. Um, they have like the circle, and if it's lit up, it's available for you to use. If it's dark, okay. it means it's in use. So if it's lit up, you just put your magic band up to it, and it unlocks the door. Oh, really? You put your backpack <laughs> in there. You shut the door, it locks. So That's now it. you have it, you know what number it is. Like you're what were we? 320. 216, I think. Yeah, so just, whatever. whatever. Just say we were I was 116. And she I was, was 122. 122. So yeah, it was super easy to use. You just scan your magic band, it opens right up. Once you close it, it goes dark to show that it's in use. Now, are there like a million? Is it going to be like a bottleneck getting stuff in and out? No, there are like 700 lockers. It was no. insane. Okay. Because no. the, like with the Kali River Rapids where they have the lockers over there? Yeah, that's Nope, nope, nope. It's not like that. Okay. So it's basically like you're getting on. Uh, it's hard to explain because you're not really single file going in. So you might step out of line real quick just to put your thing in, and then you just jump right back in line. So it's okay. not like you're cutting people or other people are jumping in front of you while you're putting your stuff in the locker. It's just kind of you go off and do it and then you go back. Kind of like with some of the other rides where like they move you into a like a room room. and they move you into another Yeah, it was like the haunted mansion or something. Sort of. Right. Gotcha. And so then like you're with your group when you exit and then your group is going to the lockers and then if the next group comes while you're still trying to figure stuff out, it's not a big deal. Oh, okay. I see. And then you kind of go into something more along the lines of like the traditional, you know, like Big Thunder where you're in the queues to like go down toward the loading area. Because it, it was kind of like Guardians because as we were walking, you could see the roller coaster platform. Oh, okay. Below. So it kind it wasn't like, it, it kind of felt a little like Guardians. Okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. But the thing that I thought was very interesting that people seem to be having trouble with was when you are waiting to load, you're side by side. So instead of one in front of the other, so mm-hmm. like, you know, Mike and I are going to ride together. Normally he would be in front of me or vice versa. You're side by side. Oh, okay. And so when it opens and they have a loading diagram that people just didn't really seem to notice, the person who's going on the left side walks behind the, the vehicle. vehicle and loads oh, okay. from the left side. And then the other person loads from the right side. So you actually have to walk like around around it. it. Side. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There's like That's... a little gap. So I walked behind it, and then she just walked right on and boarded on the right. So that's but definitely so counterintuitive. To... Right, but you're yeah. not trying to climb over somebody which, else's bike to get to yours. Which makes sense. Right. It'd be like on test track if you walked like between the cars to get around to the other side, so you weren't climbing over the middle yeah. seat. Right. Yep. Exactly. Except that connects, and these are two separate things. Right. That's that's the main reason. You couldn't. I mean, I guess you could. It would take if, so long if you were an acrobat to try to like <laughs> climb over both. But obviously, that's the only way they could do it. But it's still ca- kind of counterintuitive to any other loading they've done right. before. So I could see that being a problem for people to kind of 
grasp their first couple times yeah. through. Well, like I said, they've got a diagram, but if you're not looking for it, you don't know yeah. what it is. Then, mm. then they didn't have like a cast member explaining, like you know, there's a diagram to tell you how to load it. Because we we had we had um, he came and said, what was it that there was accessible, accessible, and would we mind waiting a ride to let people jump in front of us? We're like, no, not at all. So a couple that were in front of us, like they just completely looked confused. And we had been standing there for 10 minutes. So Susie told them that you had to walk around the ride vehicle <laughs> in order to load. All right. So we got the queue. We got the loading. Now we got to get to the good stuff, right? So the other thing that I thought was interesting was when you load on, you have to pull the handlebars toward you in order to get the back piece to come down. Oh, so it's like connected. Yeah. Right. So you're pulling it and it. Yeah. So you're leaning your... forward and then like, yeah. I, like I couldn't figure it out. And she said, you have to pull the hand grips toward you. So then I grabbed them. And as I'm pulling them toward me, now the thing behind me comes back and it, it sits up, up against okay. your back. And it locks in place there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And they'll give you a little wiggle room. So it yeah, doesn't it'll move with you. It moves with you. So you might have six inches of gap room. Yeah. It's, so you're not it's, squished it's, on there. It's locking, but it's not squishing like a panini press. Right. right. Okay, well, that's good. So it wasn't uncomfortable for you, Mike? No, it wasn't uncomfortable. It, it, you're going to have no problem. Yeah. But I did hear, I do understand what they're talking about with the calves. That's what I've heard. Like, And that's what it does. It presses against your calves. So, and like, I have skinny legs. Yeah. And other people have like huge legs. But that thing that rests against your back is what goes against your calf because it okay. all closes together. I didn't so even notice. <laughs> it was pretty tight. Like it wasn't like, but it, again, it didn't matter because anybody's going to fit on this. It's just, it's going to be a little tight on the calves. When you're on the ride, you're just going to feel the pressure on the, a calf. little bit of pressure yeah. on your calf. I mean, I, I'd be okay with that. I, I do have like bigger calves and bigger legs. So I wonder if it'll be a little more uncomfortable for me. I guess I'll wait and find out if I ever get on it. All right, so you're all strapped in. Got a little pressure on your calves. Other than that, a little handlebar mishap, but you got to figure it out once they told you how to do it. And is does it take a lot to pull, or is it pretty smooth glide? Oh, like it's smooth. You could yeah. you could pull it with one hand. It's oh, just, okay. Yeah. So everything's locked in, and then we'll describe the uh, the experience from there. Well, I was. My my heart rate was high because again, like very rarely do I go on a new ride at Disney, so I didn't know what to expect. You had no clue what to expect. So yeah. I'm looking at my watch, yeah, you, and my heart rate's at like 135. What were you nervous about? Because you like do... if I was going to get sick. Oh, because you do good on roller coasters. I'm fine on roller coasters. Yes, yeah. I'm fine on roller coasters. But I'm the one who's more likely to get sick, and I right. wasn't nervous at all. Yeah, and hmm. you'll see that on our YouTube. This week's YouTube is our Tron review. Oh, nice. And there is commentary about where we ask each other where our heart rate is. And hers was <laughs> significant. She usually runs higher than me, but hers was significantly lower at the beginning of our run. <laughs> That's funny. Should like overlay the heart rates on the bottom of the feet <laughs> as it's going live heart rate monitor. You ever see that like on the uh, with the whoop bands on the yeah PGA with the whoop bands like yeah, yeah they'll show Rory like putting for <laughs> really birdies. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah they'll show like the whoop like his heart rate and stuff. So then right. you take off. Is that it? Like, how about like a pre, is there a pre-show or any like 
because people are saying like it's kind of an experience, but it's it's just the ride, right? Yeah, it's just a ride. I mean, maybe there is a pre-show if there's more people waiting in queue, but we pretty much just walked on. Okay. Yeah, they like they kind of move you forward into position, like after you load, and then from there you just take off. There you go. How was it? I haven't watched any spoilers, so I don't know anything about it. It was so good. It was awesome. Yeah. Did you ever look to see what the miles per hour was? Mm-hmm. It was, was really fast. Feels fast, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. And I mean, when you take off, you're basically going from inside to outside. Oh, okay. And now you're seeing Tomorrowland. You're seeing Cinderella Castle. You see all the people waiting in line. It was a freaking adrenaline rush. Nice. 60 miles an hour. Oh, wow. That's that's up there that's as fast as rock and roller coaster goes says this is the fastest for any roller coaster at disney oh okay yeah so that's pretty crazy that now awesome. there do you think the different like ride vehicle contributes to the adrenaline part of it because you're not like sitting in a seat you feel like you're leaning forward a little bit yeah it so. did feel it did feel a lot different yep did you like that part of it or would you prefer it have been like a I mean, it's nice to have something different. I I would think. I loved I loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, you get everyone's negative. Online. Of course, like of you course. see the people like, oh, it's good, but it's too short. It's good, but it's too short. Like that was the biggest complaint that people had was that it's too short of an. Experience. It's short, but I don't know that you could maintain that intensity for a longer mm. period of time. Yeah. I, I understand that. I mean, a roller coaster, I don't want to be on a roller coaster for seven and a half minutes. Right. Like, two minutes is fine. That's plenty for a roller coaster for me. Like, even mm-hmm. like Everest is longer, but you also stop and like. Yeah, there's a lot of slow points to that ride. Right. Like, this one sounds like you take off and you're going the whole time and then it ends, basically. It's not like you're slowing down to go up on a peak. And right. Like, Right. Gradually building that suspense like another. Yeah, I mean, like there were a couple of parts where it wasn't as intense, but then you kind of went right back into another intense part. So now it does it see I don't I don't know much about the ride because I know like Tron is supposed to be like a a race, right? Light cycle racing. That's like the concept of the movie, supposedly. Yeah, apparently. Like, are you supposed to be racing? Like, are you racing another track? Are you supposed to be racing each other because you're next to each other? Obviously. There were some. um, Like, there's just one track, though. There's one track, but there were some parts, like, on the inside where you could see, like, a projection of, like, supposedly another rider racing you. So, like, you know, you're in the blue team or whatever, and there's an orange team, you know, racing you on a projector. Because they called us like blue team, blue team racers, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like kind of the only thing I know about Tron is that they race these things and there's the color. Yeah. So that makes sense. So the inside, they kind of have it manufactured that way. It's not like there's two sets, not like one side is red, one side is blue. Mm -mm. Okay. Right. I gotcha. Where would it rank? It's not to my knowledge. Well, I I haven't heard anything about that. So I didn't think so. Where would you rank it as far as like roller coaster? I mean, it's it's obviously the new and it was exciting to do the first time, but like as far as like rewritability, very high. It's not a. Uh, yeah, and you'll see again. Thing. You'll see we have a nice recap 
from the lobby at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Okay. So, Susie, you go ahead. So, I am not a, a line person. Mm-hmm. I don't like to wait. Um, I find that there are very few things that I'm willing to wait for because we can go whenever we want to for the most part. So, I'm like, All right, right. I'm not going to wait in you know, an hour-long line when I'll come in two months and it'll be half an hour. Right. I understand that. I would wait maybe 90 minutes for this. Oh, wow. It's that good. Yeah. We said, we said that if, if we were there with you or your dad or somebody who's never ridden it and we all wanted to ride it together, I would do an hour and a half to an hour 45, two hours. I won't wait anything, but yeah. And as far as rewritability, I wanted to go on it again. Yeah, we said we could have just stayed on it I again. I freaking loved this ride. Wow. Because you got the rush, but you didn't get sick. Yeah, yeah. And so like that's we still... said, we... go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the last time you said that about like waiting was the Avatar ride. Like, right, you right, mind, right. Yeah. And I love, and I, to the, I love Avatar. Yeah. But like that's Guardians, cool. it, it kind of pushes you to, the, to your limit. Yeah, yeah. Guardians, if Guardians were any longer, if it were any, I think if it was like 30 seconds longer, I might come off like it's a perfect amount of time, but I'm not rushing to get right back on it after I, I get off. I agree with that. Yeah, right. Like, Where, once... in the same thing with Expedition Everest. See, I could do Everest a bunch in a row, but I understand what you're coming from. But Tron was freaking awesome. So it's like Thunder, like Thunder Mountain, I could ride all night. Yeah, and that's what me and my parents used to do when but we stay so at night. Smooth. But it's just so smooth. It's, it's different. So smooth, but I'm right. saying like yeah. rewritability. Fast. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. But I, I think bet. that like for me, Big Thunder because it's so jerky. Like I don't know that I would want to ride it over and over. Right. But I mean, this it's so smooth. Would you? What do you compare it to as far as like the type of? Is it more of like a Space Mountain with just like sharp turns, or does it have a lot of hills and bumps and like G forces? No. No, no there's really like no G forces. Yeah. Okay. Like so I that... think Frank would have no problem with this. If he's okay with Space Mountain. Yeah, I don't think he'd have any. But he didn't but one. he didn't he didn't like Guardians. He didn't like Guardians. Yeah, you got no chance of like getting Guardians. him on a new ride ever again, I don't think. Yeah, you're probably right <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but I'm wondering like for my wife, because she doesn't like she she likes Space Mountain is like her favorite. She'll go on that anytime then she'll be fine I think she'll like this and yeah. i think i think honestly it's short enough where if Even she if foresees she a problem it's going to be over before there's a problem yeah because she doesn't like the g4 like the big drops and then with the immediate yeah, there's loop, none of there's none like, of that there's none where you like you feel it in your throat yeah there's that's none what of she that. doesn't like yeah, there's none yeah. of that yeah the bank like thunder mountain she likes space mountain she likes so if it's one like that where it's just like kind of curves and like yeah, you're not up and stuff. down. You're pretty much on the same plane. Yeah, then I think she would probably like that then. Because she likes fast. Like, she doesn't mind fast, and she doesn't mind the the curve. She just doesn't like the G-force and the loops and stuff like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. I know there's no loops, but interesting. Now, what was cool now is when you're getting off the ride, mm-hmm. you have to go back to the lockers. Yes. So I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a nightmare. Like a 10 minute walk back to the lot. Or, or yeah. you know, people load and people unload. How do we, or is it? So, as you're getting off, there's the lockers 
but you're on the other side of the lockers. Oh, okay. So there, what do you what'd you call them? What kind of lockers are the two way or? Yeah, they're like dual sided. Yeah, dual sided. I got gotcha. you. So like one of those mailboxes that you can open from either yes. side. Yeah. Yep. And obviously the numbers match up. <laughs> the magic. But it, it was off because they were on the other side. Like I was to the left of Kristen when we were getting on. And then obviously I was on to the yeah. right of her when we were getting off. But it, it's, it's an amazing system. Oh, amazing system. And they're big. You can fit your whole backpack in there. No yeah, problem. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I was able to, I put my camera bag in. So you're going to be able to fit. Like maybe not the one that your wife carries kind of a pretty big bag in the parks, doesn't she? Yeah, sometimes. That might be a tight fit. You could probably, you know, if it's if you got a ton of stuff in there, it might be a tight fit, but yeah. But I wonder if maybe I we didn't really pay that close attention. They may have larger ones toward the end. I don't know. Or if you needed to empty it out and just put, you know, all your camera items in one and then just push right. down the backpack you, you'd be able you'll be able to figure they it out also do have like attendance and i think they're i did see um they had like some kind of a screen in the middle that looked like it was some kind of like a help screen oh, okay and i suppose i don't know that that this is true but i suppose you could do more than one if you wanted to right locker yeah, yeah. sure i don't see why not like if you couldn't fit all your stuff in one you could just scan another open one and put mm -hmm. it in that one as well yeah i don't see why not yeah because they know how many how many people are getting on and off i just don't know if it like deactivates your band like it only yeah i don't know i don't know that for sure but but i mean with you got well the girls are too little to ride it i was gonna say like you could bring the girls bands and then use theirs yeah no it wouldn't be a problem because we would just switch, switch off anyway yeah right. only one of us at a time probably right but. That's good. I'm glad you guys liked it because I, I didn't even ask you any questions about it. No, you didn't. I wanted to, I wanted to know on the show. Because I was nervous. Like, I wasn't nervous initially, and then you made me nervous. Yeah. Because, because like, I don't know about the lights. I don't know if you're going to light this. I don't know if you're going to help. And it. that's why I asked Joe, Joe Cachochi because he did the, uh, he did the, uh, not the, he did the, he had uh, a cast member friend. Cast member him, yeah. one. And I said, "Is are there lights? Like she doesn't like lights." He's like, "No, it's not like lights. It's so." Because like, does that beginning that... sequence in Space Mountain bother you? No. No, because see, like Sarah doesn't like that. She like closes her eyes at the beginning of Space Mountain. Then once you get past like the light tunnel, where the lights are coming at you at the beginning of Space Mountain, then she's fine. Well, she can do Mickey and Minnie's, no problem. Yeah, she said that got like a like the Ratatouille one got to her a little bit because yeah. of the glasses, but the Mickey and Minnie one she was okay with. But Star Tours she can't do like those kind of things. So, sounds like she's similar to Susie in that regard. So, I imagine that she'll enjoy. She won't have be bothered by the visual aspects of this ride. Yeah, because there were actually a couple of of times when I closed my eyes. To see if it made a difference mm -hmm. and i actually preferred it with my eyes open oh interesting yeah where most of the time on roller coasters i have my eyes closed <laughs> any other yeah, thoughts it was, it was fantastic yeah so now is this one that you say you would wait 90 minutes but they're going to do the the virtual queue so that means the real true test is will you wake up at 7 a.m to make a virtual no. queue um, you no, know what? Unless we're planning on being, yeah, we're if we're staying stay at the Grand maybe? Floridian, 
if we're that's what grid, i mean like if you were if you're at a hotel and you're gonna go the, and you have a magic kingdom reservation are you gonna set your alarm for 655 to make a virtual queue? yeah I, yeah i probably would yeah i would just to see if i get in yeah and then if i can't then you do the go one on with the you did o'clock or the one o'clock yeah. or whatever yeah. yeah yeah i would so that's the true test that says more to me about how good it is than saying you'd wait 90 minutes because if you're saying you're going to wake up at 7 a.m when you're staying at the grand floridian that that says a lot about that ride very good <laughs> any other thoughts here or should we take our second break we can take our second break all right we'll be right back All right, we are back from break. Episode number 467 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. This week, we were joined by Susie to talk about their uh, Tron preview experience, their AP preview, which sounds like it was very successful and quite enjoyable. Now, you said you did a review from the Grand Floridian Lobby. That's correct. Does that mean you had a, uh, a celebration meal after your ride? Uh, we, we brought it home. Oh, all right. Are we gonna you want to talk about that now? Yeah, or? we stopped at uh, Gasparilla Island oh, Grill. Okay, what'd you get? So we got uh, we got a, a flatbread, which was phenomenal. What was it? It was um broccoli, and broccoli and tomato, spinach or something. You sent yeah. me a picture of it. Yeah, that was, it was good. Really it good. was like a sun dried tomato and broccoli flatbread. Mm, that sounds that does sound pretty good. So I got the Cajun chicken sandwich. Ooh, and this me. thing was seasoned to perfection. It ta- it was the same Cajun seasoning as I'd have in the mahi sandwich. This thing okay. was sit-down restaurant quality. It was delicious. I wouldn't know. Someone didn't share it with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, when it's good, you don't get the seconds. That's right. Was it like on a ciabatta? What kind of bun? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. You got to be yep. on the ciabatta with the Cajun. Yep, exactly. Like. Nice and crunchy and soft in the middle. Yep. Delicious parts. And what did you have, Susie? I had the caprese. Ooh. Sandwich or salad? Sandwich. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It was very good. But it was on like a focaccia. Ooh, that's very refreshing. Yeah. Like everything. I mean, the cage is not necessarily refreshing, but like the the flatbread with like the vegetables sounds very like light and refreshing. So different, you know? That's for a quick serve. Like those are really nice options. Yeah, they were great options. And, and that, they came with chips. Yeah, so. we got chips instead of fries because the homemade chips. Yeah, yeah, the homemade. I love their chips. homemade. So good. I love their homemade chips. And I only ate half of mine because we got home so late. Um. So I was hoping to have the rest of it, but somebody decided he was going to help himself. 
That's the best one of the day right there. <laughs> it's a good play, isn't it? That's a good play. So I'm a fries guy. I love French fries. I could eat French fries all the time, but I, if I have the choice, I get the chips from Disney. The homemade chips are so good. They're Disney delicious. fries are underwhelming most of the time. Yeah, they got to be like just out at the right time. Otherwise, they get soggy and they're yeah. not the... But like a good fry is good. But those oh, yeah. chips are always good because they don't... They travel well. They sit well. Like You don't have to worry about them being out for 45 minutes. They're still Agreed. good. Agreed. Seasoned very nicely. See, now I want spikes and chips. <laughs> That's the best one of the day. So that was a good... Uh, good way to end it now did you try to test the steakhouse 71 with that rumor that i heard uh you i think your rumor is correct because we were unable to do a uh mobile order interesting because one of the things that they're, they're doing now is they're trying to keep you out so like you know i did a mobile order at the boardwalk one time over at boardwalk bakery and they let me in but they're not letting you do we couldn't do gasparella right no oh you couldn't even do the mobile order because you weren't staying there, yeah. Until you got, so you actually just ordered when you got yeah. there. That's interesting. Unless they know if you're on campus. Yeah, maybe location-wise, you were too but, far yeah. away or something. But it did say something about Steakhouse Seventy One that you had to be specifically said mobile order was only available for contemporary guests. See, I'd heard that, and I didn't want it to be true. Hmm. That is kind of crappy, but I also understand that they don't want people like showing, hey, I got a mobile order for a French onion right. soup to go so they can park at the Contemporary and right. then walk over to Magic Kingdom, too. So I do kind of get that, that part. Because I can't it. remember. Did I say it was the same for Captain Cook's? I think so, yeah. No, we were good. we were able to get into Captain Cook's, but you decided you didn't want it because you wanted Gasparilla That's more. Right. We were, we were a, able to, uh, to mobile, mobile order. order. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I wonder if maybe just their mobile order was down when you tried it or something. Yeah, or they didn't know. have a time slot available at Gasparilla. Who's to say? When do you think that video will be up, Pards? That oh, it's going to be up this week. Awesome. Can't yeah, wait to see week. it. Will you watch it? Yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not like against spoilers. I just hadn't sought anything out yet, but I wanna, I'll want i definitely watch it with, I'm against with you spoilers. guys. I'm against spoilers to an extent, but this is just—I mean, it's a roller coaster. I don't know so when really I'm going to ruin there. much. When I'm going to be there to go? To yeah, it's going to be a while for you. Yeah, but, but he's I, not going to the parks. Yeah, I, yeah, I doubt I'll be going to the parks for a while. Oh, if you do a Christmas party though, parks. Oh, that's a good point. That's not a bad that. play, right there. That might Ooh. be a good play. That would be fun. Do a Christmas party with yeah. the Aruda family. Yeah, Maybe see if Bob Michael wants to go. Oh, Bob, Fred Humphrey. <laughs> Would you would you do a day at the parks with Bob Michael? Yeah, does he does he like Disney? I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> That'd be even better. Yeah, <laughs> get him like the Mickey ears. Bring Kurt and Bill with you too. This is Bob. Captain Just get the whole like miserable party. Bob Michael, you get him Mickey ears. <laughs> you know, Bob, my gift to you. Let me get you a Mickey. Let me get you a Mickey ice cream, Bob. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up here, parts. So we got youtube.com slash at WDWBTG where you can find that Tron video later this week and all our other videos. Go there and subscribe. You can uh, follow our socials at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Facebook group, facebook.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. Our website is wdwbtg.com. Subscribe wherever you download your podcast. We appreciate it. 
You guys are trying to break me. It's not going to work. Put Bob on a, on a Murphy bed. He could be like that guy. <laughs> just you got to pull down. Like, you know, like how they bring the stuffed animals along with, you, like on vacations. Though, yeah. Bob, he's got he's on the Murphy bed. Not the, pull that. Not t- the let me big help one. You with that, Bob. <laughs> not the big Murphy bed. The one that's under the TV, like the little one made for kids. You got to make him sit on that one. Is there any way? Is it? I mean, you can make fake like bobbleheads and stuff. Is there any way we could bring that into production? You want like a Bob bobblehead? <laughs> Bob Michael stuffed animal just to bring to the party. You could do it, sure. <laughs> Why Bob? Is he is he a goofy looking guy? No. <laughs> is he distinctive? Not really. Yeah, no. a little bit. <coughs> oh, I don't even know where I was. So go to our website, download our podcast, do all that good stuff. You can email the show info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com. And Gary at WDWB. He's like just sitting by the TV at Riviera for our anniversary. You got the little if, Bob Michael stuff. If anyone has a uh, custom stuffed animal hookup, email Mike at WDWBTG.com. We'll send you some pictures of Bob Michael and you can make a custom stuffed animal. So Bob Michael stuffed animal. Help us out with that, please. Help just help Mike out in general. He's he needs help. <laughs> <laughs> just you know the ones that like have the magnets that clip on your shirts that you see the people wear? They have like the figment and the orange bird. How dumb! Who, like, who said it's Bob Michael? Like, Bob the past and he wasn't there to begin with, and now it's. Weird. What did you say the other day? Which was completely because, like, I'm stuck at like when I was seven. Would you say about my brain? Like, it splintered. Yes. Ask Gary this if he agrees with this. I agree. Yeah, so Anything she says, I agree with. He's not stupid. You know, he like matured into the fact that he can understand like concepts and he knows how to adult. That's true. He just chooses not to and thinks that the things that were funny when he was 13 are still funny. Most of them are. A lot of things that are still funny. Like the Three Stooges are still funny no matter how old you get. Yeah, but that's you know how his nonsense is different than the three. That's stooges. Di- it's definitely different. Than the three he's, stooges. he's like one. He's three stooges combined into one. Like a super stooge. You're a super stooge. That's not very nice, is it? No. I I, I don't appreciate that kind of bashing of my my buddy. All right. We got to wrap it up. That's going to do it for episode number 467 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Thank you, Susie, for joining us again. As always, a pleasure to have you. And uh, for my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company m-i-c see you real soon why because we like you M-O-R.